Hey now, everybody out there doing today, it's your boy Coach Lee. We're back for another exciting show of OTBS. Oh, that's some bullshit, Nick. So you know I'm not gonna do this by myself. And as always, I got my man with the plan, the one, the only Uncle Leroy Jr. What's going down, man? I'm coming with the bull sniggity, man. Look, hey, that's why I have to get the hand sanitizer because it is on and popping today, man. I'm telling you. But uh, for, you, for those that don't know me, this should do Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. And we arrive on this OTSBS bull sniggity. Did I get it right? Yeah, bull sniggity, it, baby. Bull sniggity. <laughs> So we're back for another show, man. So how's your day been so far? It's been crazy. Do I have to say that backwards? It's been Yazaki. Something like that. But it's been crazy, man. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, but, uh, you know, as always, it's a good, uh, it's very refreshing. To, you know what I'm saying? Hop on the show with you. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? And let's just call some ruckus. Call some ruckus. Speaking of call some ruckus, man, for those of you who have been following us on this particular show, our very first show, I believe we did, was in regards to Earl Thomas. Uh -oh. Strange story that involved him, his brother, and two other women, and his <laughs> wife was in the mix somewhere. So if you thought that was crazy, it only gets crazier because as of yesterday, Earl Thomas was released, the future Hall of Famer, Second year of, a, I think, a four-year, $55 million contract, he got released yesterday. And the reason they say he got released because it was personal conduct that had adversely affected the team. <laughs> yes, yes. And it was on the field, though. It happened on field. So what does that mean to you? So you probably seen it. So what, you know, what was the issue? Well, you know, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? It was too many words for me, so I really didn't read the article. You know what I'm saying? I read the uh, <laughs> pictures. Right, you know, right, right. And um, so I read the only thing I read was that it was on field. So I'm gathering that maybe one of his teammates was like, Hey, man, you need to do something about that. Why are you pulling that pistol out on you? You know what I'm saying? So I think it was some smack talk on the uh, you know, some smack talking on the field, and you know, possibly led to something that you know he didn't like, and he you know, and he just spoke out like that. But who knows? I don't know. What do you think about it? I think. I hadn't thought of that side of it. Now, I know initially it was reported that he and uh, I forgot the other young man's name, the other safety, younger safety, had gotten into it and it had something to do with blown coverage or something of the sorts. So with him saying that, blown coverage, y'all come to a fight over that. Now that you mentioned the possibility of probably from that old story, <laughs> he probably threw that in there. Man, how you missing all these assignments? You missing these assignments like, you almost missed that bullet. <laughs> hey, 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 you know we got that Willy Wonka chocolate footage. So let's roll that footage. Yes, nope. sir. Oh, wrong one, wrong one. We're gonna we're gonna try it again. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna get it right. I'm gonna get it right. One, one of these times. So let's just roll some of that classic Willy Wonka footage. Did I get it right this time? I probably did not. I did not. All right, one more time, one more time. They say three times a charm. Ha! And it works. So, this was Earl Thomas' official statement. His official statement. So, my agent called me and said I'm going to be on TMZ tomorrow because uh, Nina uh, put a gun on me and hold it to my head. Uh, 
So my agent called me and said I'm gonna be on TMZ tomorrow because uh, Nina uh, put a gun on me and hold it to my head. Um, so before TMZ tell my story, I'm gonna just go ahead and tell y'all my story. I just like them hoes. I love having them threesomes and foursomes. But instead of making memes. Uh, pray for me. Pray for me. Say in the name of Jesus, I want you to stop uh, fucking all them different bitches other than uh, dealing with your wife, the one you said I do to, you know. Um, uh, it's hard, man. It's hard because I love uh, big booties and titties. Uh, can't believe she held a gun in my head. I was scared as fuck, man. Hey, so. Man. Damn. Man. Hey, I told you we keep this Willy Wonka chocolate footage, man. Hey, we all got the footage. So, Who's hey, that voiceover? Uh, Tear, um, President. What's up, Coach Hill? It's Coach Hill, man. He's hanging out with us. Shout out to you. You know, I say y'all can catch him on the Nothing But Basketball podcast show. So, uh, always good to hang out with the pilot. Yes, sir. How are so, supposed hey. to do this show after that, man? Hey. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I mean, you know, this this is how we do. You know, this is what we do as Sports Talk Affairs, man. We have the footage. We have the raw footage. Hey, man, we may need to start putting some disclaimers out. I saw that in the group earlier today <laughs> about the voiceover, but I ended up doing something else. I'm glad I didn't play that. I'd have been somewhere I was supposed to be in that game. <laughs> wow. That's crazy, man. So I think I think that might have came up in the conversation. Like I say, you know, you mentioned that. No, no, just you didn't get that upset. Somebody tell you blew a cover. You didn't get that mad. We gotta punch somebody. You're gonna punch somebody if your manhood was questioned. Or somebody brought up something that you, that you trying to nah, I don't know it exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nah, so I'm gonna see that's there. That's definitely some of that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. the team came out, and now I've seen some reports that part of it was, you know, he was late to practices, this, this, and that. But I'm like. I think he was already under the radar with the incident, you know, with the wife, the brother, and the two other women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think this is probably just the last straw. I know they took a vote about it, and they decided that, you know, we wanted to part. Now, I'm going to share a quick, quick snippet of Coach John Herboff declining. Declining to actually speak up on it. So I'm going to share a small snippet of it. <laughs> He's talking to mute. He's who? Can't hear. It's not coming through? I see he's... Blinking his eyes. Ooh, technical errors on my part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're waiting. Uh, I don't, don't do your boy like that. <laughs> hey, that is fine. Because while we're waiting on that, you know, we definitely got. So this is where, you know what I'm saying, this is where Earl Thomas can be found. You know, he was missing practice. 
And this right here is where he can be found. the last uh, lady in green like you know hey you know hey you know I will I don't blame him let's just say that <laughs> so <laughs> let's try this one more time with coach Harbaugh can you hear something now I can see his name okay well we're gonna keep it moving we're gonna push through that man we know Earl's got a lot of trouble now if, if, you know, regarding Earl, <clears throat> the biggest thing is he still can play. Um, right now, there are six teams vying for his services. Uh oh. The, the Jets, Patriots, Eagles, Brown, Niners, and Cowboys. So, where do you think he's going to end up at? Hmm. To be able to, get, to possibly get kicked out the team again for some bull going. <laughs> so, I said, if he gets, I said, I put that in the group. If Earl Thomas gets signed to the Cowboys. I am blocking you, Coach Lee. Not only am I blocking you, all my fr uh, friends that are Dallas Cowboys fans. Because if he gets to the Cowboys, OMG, the defense is already crazy. So it's going to be a very op opportunistic defense that can cause turnovers, you know, pressure the quarterback, and make tackles. So uh, shout out to Will. I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want to see him at uh Cowboy just because yes, you do. A, yes, it's gonna be a long time coming. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna hear a lot of it. But I do think that I don't think the Patriots fits, you know, fits his strengths, you know what I'm saying? Because they really don't, you know, they're they're focused on turnovers. And I think, you know, uh with Earl Thomas, he's more of a like uh coverage type back and come in for the tackle. But like uh William said, like he suggests, he says, or oh, the Browns. The Browns will be a good fit for him. I can definitely see that. The I can Browns definitely see that. Yeah. So the Jets, you know, I think they just uh, – didn't they just sign or got rid of someone that wanted to come to the Cowboys? Yeah, they did. They got rid of um, – forgot the young man's name, but he's from LSU. Mm -hmm. uh, Adams is last name. Adams, right. Adams. So, so he went to Seattle. So, um, you know, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's like how you go here and from here goes over there. So it's like a trade. Yeah. Interesting you say that. How you go from here to over there. That's a good segue into our next topic. Hey. Oh, Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> how do you go from this world beater to this clown right now? So what's going on, Paul George, man? Ooh, 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 ooh. Pick me. Pick me, coach. You in the back. What you got? Yes. yes. He is what we thought he was. A freaking loser. <laughs> so didn't, I think Dame called him a front runner, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like his I didn't I didn't even like his uh I didn't even like his shoes. I think one of his shoes, I think out of all his shoes, I don't know how many came out with, I think one was cool. That was it. 
So he had wax shoes. Then his name, his nickname was PG-13. <laughs> you ain't enough to be rated on, man. And this is what you want your fans to call you? Whew. Yeah. Now, this is a unique show. Oh, that's some BS. So, with that being said, Thanks. this fool couldn't own up to his own lack of production. So, mm -hmm. what does he decide to do? He decides to throw another player under the bus. <laughs> of course. Of course. That's what happened. So, this player, we know him. Uh-oh. You pride yourself on doing other things. You had nine rebounds. You had a couple no, of him. I'm here. I'm doing the other things as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I'm no James Harden. I'm no uh, – that, that's, that's not my knack is to, to shoot the ball, score the ball. Um, you know, I can, um, and I pride myself on being effective on both ends. Uh, but it's going to be nice like this where I just can't make a shot. Um, and so, I, gotta, I can't allow we'll that. stop it right there. So the problem I have with that part – why you got to come and throw James Harden on the bus? He ain't got nothing to do with your woes. Agreed. Agreed. So that's some bull on there. I own up and be a man about it. Don't Fair. try to – I'm not James Harden. No, you're not James Harden. James Harden carried his team right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did I see something about there's some type of petition out there to have him kicked out of America because he's playing so bad? <laughs> yes. yes. He's stealing money right now. Stealing yes, money right now. And that was my whole thing. It's like, how can you come on and say that these, you know, you're going to have nights where you cannot score? Well, why you didn't bring that talk to the table when you when was, was asking for this, uh, all this money? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand that. You know, so if you're getting paid all this money, there is no, you know what, I need to go home for this. Oh, I need to do this. Right. Like, right. Your team and your oblig, you know, your main priority is upholding that contract. You know, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel that that should have not come out of his mouth. And that is a, a direct indication of how he cannot handle being that person who we who we think he should be, who he, he was paid even, to be. He not even. Now, we know that Kawhi is Batman. He's not even Robin right now. He's Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Go warm the car up, Alfred. <laughs> now, how, now, just to take a look at how bad he's playing. He came in the game, game four yesterday, shooting at 29.3% from the field and 23% from behind the arc. Terrible. That's terrible. Don't this cat make like 30, $35 million a year? It's playoff time, baby. You, you, know, you, ask, you ask how much you make? Four years. $137 million. Want it. Arm robbery. That's most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he can recover from this? No, he should. I think he it's should. like he should. Yeah, I mean, he came on and he showed that, you know, he didn't have any answers for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he came in, he gave nothing but excuses. And to me, if you want to know a loser, here's a fact check. Listen for the excuses. <laughs> Loser. You want to know a winner? Watch for the accountability. 
Oh, yes, it was my fault because, you know, I had these, you know, we didn't score these points because of this, this, this. That's winner talk. And then they're going to say, okay, this is how we can, you know, do this next time. Just Bingo. like um, with um, LeBron James, when they lost their first game, he was like, we missed shots. You know what I'm saying? Doing a post, you're like, we missed shots. We just got to, you know, seize our opportunities and make shots. Simple. This guy, oh, well, there's going to be days like this. Night like this, I wish. <laughs> that raindrop will fall. And ain't nothing falling for this dude right now. <laughs> not, not even teardrops, raindrops, show not buckets. Like, you know, I think hey, it's I, I think he might be dumb, man. I think he might be dumb. But you remember during the, the um pre-show meeting we had, I told you I had a surprise for you. Hey, I'm not big on surprises, sir. I'm nervous. You're gonna like this one. Da -da -da -da. So we're talking about Paul George. It's going to segue into the next thing. We want to know, is he going to be able to recover from this? What's going on with Paul George? Why is he playing so bad? This is like, no, he's not the same Paul George, you know, obviously when he was at Indiana, but he's not even Paul George when he was at OKC. I don't know who this cat is. Right. But part of that might have something to do with Seth Curry calling him out. Uh-oh. Seth Curry called him out. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Man. And of so, course, hey, 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 hold on. You know we got the footage. Can, can we roll that uh, Willy Wonka roll uh, it. footage? <laughs> so right here. Look, you know what? I'm gonna roll that back so y'all can see that one more time. Just, just the end. Watch this. Ah, and one face. You know what I'm saying? He hit with that tough guy. He meant that, right? So exactly. this is a surprise. You know why he meant that? Hmm. Why? Um, my told me if you don't know, um, Seth Curry knew Bride. Just happen to be Doc Rivers' daughter. Get the shut the front door. Who just happened used to date one Paul George? <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. And Paul George supposedly cheated on her with a female entertainer <laughs> and got her pregnant. Oh, really? So he having to deal with the lady he messed over's father as his coach. And now <laughs> her husband, he's playing in the series against her husband and he's eating his plate lunch. <laughs> Ooh, it's gotten pretty um thick Pretty there. juicy. Now that's Ooh. some BS there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got Jonathan Taylor uh, hanging out with us. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Jay. You know, that's our uh, gaming manager. I think he can... I think he can. Remember earlier in the season, he was a main factor in them knocking off the Lakers. You look a little shook right now, though, man. Hey. You know, blaming James. I ain't James Harden. We all have bad nights. Your ex-husband punking you on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot on his plate. Hey. That dude might be, he might be cooked, man. He I might mean, be cooked. Do we have to go back? Who was it? Delonte West? You know what I'm saying? Who had similar situations with on team, you know, with LeBron right. James and everything. And now this dude's a crackhead. So, 
you know, is definitely concerning. You know, so it's definitely something that we just can't overlook because, you know, he's shook. He sounds shook. And, you know, if we weren't the only ones that heard that, I'm pretty sure his team heard that. You know, right. the front office heard, you know, how he, he lacked the confidence. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to put pressure on him, too. So they he's they not return on the investment. Right. Exactly. And that's all it is, a return, you know. Hold on. Uh, what you got? Jonathan came back laughing my black ass off. Okay, thank you. Uh, I did. I don't have <laughs> nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah, Coach Hill. <laughs> 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 hey, man, shout out to the Waco men's basketball team. We, you know, Caramay, man, uh, barbecue chicken cook. Fact. Hey, hopefully, you know, I've always been, you know, fond of Paul George in this game. Hopefully, he can return. Obviously, not this season called MFFL. You know, when my master win. But I want to see my man live up to his potential. Right now, I think his psyche just shook. He's hesitant. He's not really dialed into what the team is doing. Um, they, you know, Kawhi be driving, kick him out the ball. He's, you know, he don't want to shoot. He's like trying to find that rhythm. He got too much going on in his head right now. If you was a loser over here, that means you was a loser over there. You know, and shout out to places for making it look good because that's one thing that people don't, uh, you know, they fail to realize. You know, you come from different systems. So he may have looked outstanding in that Pacers system, but this is this is the same guy. So, you know, what's going on now? You know what I'm saying? So I think it was the system. Now he's expected to be that true number one, and he cannot be it. So, you know, and that's why I feel that, you know, the team seen that and they brought in Kawhi because they were like, okay, this guy – really doesn't have what we need. Right, right. So, and with that, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got a question for you. Let me, I got a question for what you. What you got? Yes, sir. Yeah. Right. So, you know that we just said Seth Curry called this guy bitch, bitch ass, right? Right. So, I don't know what's going on in this bubble, but these uh, – these players have been losing it. I mean, it's been real heated, uh, these playoffs lately. So let's see if it'll load up for us. But, ah, so right now, Luca, I don't know if you can see it, but he called, he said, stop flopping big man. And this is a big topic in our group. And the guy, who is that? I don't know who that is. Him right here. You see him? Trez Harrell. And he responded back, bitch ass white boy. So, was that appropriate? Nah, not in my opinion. Considering the climate that's going on right now, let's be honest. If he had us, if Luca had it said, bitch ass black boy, Ooh. we would be up and on. It'd be the council culture. He'd be up in arms. He'd get, probably get ran, ran back to um, Slovenia. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, at this point, you know, if, if it's the narrative of our show, you know, that's some BS. No, he did come back and he apologized, but we all know if the shoe had been on the other foot, it wouldn't have been taken like it was. You know, the whole notion, well, this in the heat of the battles, this, this, and that. Which is still in the group. Still, you still got to be under control, especially on, in the bubble. He got, I think he had equality on the back of his um, back of his jersey. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then Luca needs to be able to talk to you in that manner. And you know that wouldn't roll well with him or anybody else that was looking. I'm just being nice. 
I agree. And you know what's funny? The people, the fans, that's what I laugh at. Because, you know, they say, okay, this, and then they condone it. Right. Like, I don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone, okay, you know, the black race, oh, we want Black Lives Matter on, on the court. Okay. And the league put it there on the court. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, we want more. That's not enough. That's not enough just having Black Lives Matter on the court. They want more. They want to be able to say something on the back of their jersey. Right. To whom much is given, much is required. So they've given us all this, and we're making a fool of ourselves. We're calling, you know what I'm saying? We're using racial slurs to white people, and we're trying to say that they're racist towards us. That is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, you know, how you feel towards others starting here. Period. So, you know, I definitely think that, you know, he should be called out for that and he should be fine for that because right now, they're like you said, the way the climate is, they're trying to rekindle their image. You know what I'm saying? Right. The league's image. And it's like, you know, and, and, and not even just the league, but the black culture. You know what I'm saying? And this is what we got representing us. So he's getting on there saying, oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's ridiculous. And the especially, people that, you know, that, that, y'all are ridiculous. True. And especially, you know, considering the fact that, the NBA is taking a lot of heat behind what they're doing right now. Yeah. They're supporting the players. They're like, hey, we're drawing the land in the sand. This is what it is. But you know certain people, certain demographics. See, I told you. I told you. what you should have did it. We can't, we can't put ourselves in that narrative. We can't pigeonhole ourselves like that. Right, right. So wait, let me see uh, what Jonathan says. So uh, John says, like a man, if he would have elbowed me, I would have been upset as well. Sometimes stuff slipped when you upset, but that was unacceptable. Good point. One thing I want to call out is stuff slipped. And you said you. You're not a professional. These guys are. They're being paid these millions of dollars. They have these contracts. They got these NDAs, you know, to where these personal conduct, to whereas they have a certain way, an expectation of way they should handle things. They're and a brand. They're part of the right. brand. Exactly. And I agree. Yes, things slip up. If I'm at the black top, and if that would have slipped up, that's different. We would have threw that ball out and we would have put these things up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's the environment that he's creating. If he's doing stuff like that, you know, I expect to hear that stuff if I'm playing at the black top, I'm playing at the park. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's definitely going to end in a fight. Because it's inappropriate, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Like, you know, if you if you tell someone that, you gotta be expecting a fight. So, shout out to Luca for showing character and and temperance and being able to, you know, what I'm saying, not indulging it. And coming yeah. back and dropping a 43 point triple double on them. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do it. Respect you my gangster. The Don is in the house. Hater, man? Get some money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get on there. And then Luca, you know, game. I'm, I'm, I'm naming him Game Over Luca because he cut the lights out on the air. Boop, go home. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I have to admit, man, as a Mavs fan, this series is a lot better. Because I was like, man, we need to match up because, you know, we had trouble with them during the regular season. But mm -hmm. them boys balling right now. That young boy putting them on his back. Should be should be 3 1 right now, to be honest. We're going to. We're going to be truthful about it. Should be 3-1 yeah, right now. I told y'all we're going to win. And see, people don't know. Like, they, they look at me, you know, I got the big head and talk crazy, Uncle Leroy. But I got about 1% I get right. And so everyone was like, man, Kawhi Leonard, all these people, you know, they sold out. No, they didn't sell out. 
Dang it. Um, this guy. Is, is he going to load up? Uh, Rick Carlisle. That's who beat him. Mask. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> yes, I was Jim Carrey. But, you know, and that's one thing that I feel when you have a lot of talent on the team, a lot of star power, you you give away on the coaching because you feel like, hey, you put the best product on the uh, court and they're going to do what they do. Yeah, they're going to do what they do. Lose so the game. Coaching plays a lot in it? Organized ball. That's my answer. Okay. Yes. Coaching plays tremendously in organized ball because at the end of the day, it's for me to be the coach. And if you – have a good three-pointer, I need to hit, you know, your position is going to always be at the three-point. three point. I got to hone in to your skill set, not make you go in, you know, dribble drive to the basketball for a layup. That's crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? Wait till time I see you get your thing on. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Taylor, I you're right. KP had his back. So that's good to let him know you're not going to just come roughhouse or start playoff. But I want to go back to that previous statement you said. I'm nervous, man. What did I say? You're like, is this how we're going to wrap the show up? <laughs> <laughs> so you said coaching plays a big part. Coach Lee. Coach Lee. Right? Okay. And the overall team success. Yes. That's why oh, we would not go 8-8 eight, eight this year with the Cowboys. I knew that was coming up. I knew that was coming up. We ain't got the in there no more, baby. <laughs> Hey, shout out to my Saints fans. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who he is right there. Facebook, you know, I, I just have to clap back on now. <laughs> but hey, man, who you got a shout out for tonight? Oh, man, definitely got to give a shout out to uh, Coach Hill and the Waco Terror. You know what I'm saying? Uh, men's basketball team. Thanks for the support. Always uh, doing some great things out there. Shout out to uh, Texarkana Patriots, uh, youth team. They're doing a. Um, Fundraiser, car wash on August 29th. So uh, definitely shout out to them and Robbie doing some great things over there. Shout out to uh, Jonathan. You know, he's uh, doing some good things with the gaming team. Uh, Shout out to uh, CJ the God. He's doing some great things. Shout out to the whole team. I'm starting to feel like uh, no limit by giving like, I want to shout, you know, thank my grandma, thank my mom and them, my dad and them, everybody. You know what I'm saying? The whole team on, man. Like, everybody that's involved with Sports Talking Friends, double salute y'all, man. We winning. This our time, fantasy football. We got the drive. We got the numbers. Let's get it. Already. That's good shout out. I don't know if I can follow that, man, but I'm going to try. Hey, <laughs> you got no choice because I'm about to fly. <laughs> hey, we appreciate y'all joining us today. We had a lot of fun doing this show, as always. Want to shout out to our team, doing a lot of hard work behind the scenes. We appreciate everything that y'all are doing for us. Shout out to our families that support us. We know a lot of times doing this takes a little bit of time away from our families. We love y'all. We appreciate everything y'all done for us. Tune in. You know we got shows going every day. We won't stop. We won't quit. We're going to always going to bring you a hit. Y'all have a good one now.